The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, Cam Newton. This could be something special. Is the Rich Eisen Show. Cam back in a Panthers uniform. Newton's going to run right. Breaks a tackle. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> celebrating. Touchdown right side. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. This ain't for no Cinderella story. It's to win football games. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Los Angeles Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald. Still to come. Titan safety Kevin Bayard. Plus, your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial to have a conversation with us. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo in their positions. TJ Jefferson in his position. We are here. Are you there? No. Um, on this busy Monday program, Chase Young is out for the season. Yeah. Yeah. We just heard that news uh, about an hour ago. He left the Bucks. I mean, the Washington football team win over the Bucks on Sunday, uh, needing help to come off the field. Ron Rivera confirms it is a torn ACL. That's it for his season. What a thoroughly disappointing end uh, to his campaign that, um, you know, still had half a season to go and so much uh, hopes for him following up a near defensive player of the year campaign last year so that's an unfortunate bit of news today chris brockman will have more injury news for you still to come here on this program we already chatted with aaron donald who's going to be on monday night football tonight huge week 10 finish between the rams and the 49ers as the rams are attempting to snap a four-game losing streak against the 49ers believe it or not to join the arizona cardinals and packers in the eight-win club in the nfc there's only one member of that club in the American Football Conference. Um, and it's a team that nobody thought uh, could get there throughout this entire time. I'll be honest with you. There being the first team to eight wins in the AFC. Certainly after the way week one started, Arizona going to Tennessee and absolutely putting the bang thing on them. And then throughout the year, uh, despite Derrick Henry, the diminisher, as we like to call him, uh, performing as he performed. By the way, I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, Jonathan Taylor just this week tied tied Derrick Henry for the lead in uh, rushing yards. Derrick Henry hasn't played in two weeks. That's correct. <laughs> but at any rate, the Titans have overcome a heck of a lot, and they are now your eight-win team, lone eight-win team in the AFC. They're your top seed in the AFC by a game and a half over the Ravens. And uh, joining us right now on the Mercedes-Benz Van phone line is one of the best in the business, 
an all-pro and a pro bowler, and he is joining us fresh off of that big win at home against the New Orleans Saints. Kevin Byard here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing well. How you doing, Rich? Uh, Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on this program. Um, So what makes your team tick the way that it ticks, (laughs) Kevin? I don't know, man. I think just the culture that we have here in Tennessee, uh, I think we're just blue-collar guys. You know, we obviously – don't have all the the hype or maybe support of, of national media. And I think we kind of relish in that. And I think we just go out there and just handle our business. Like our kind of our mantra for this year is kind of like, you know, we're not trying to prove anybody wrong or, you know, prove the doubters wrong. We're just trying to prove ourselves right. And we just keep doing what we're doing and uh, just trying to keep stacking wins. So what do you do right then, Kevin? Other than just put well, W's, hang dice. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Other than hang W's, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get into you know the philosophy of this team and what makes it work right. as well as it does. You know. Well, obviously, um, I, you know, we talk about all the injuries and stuff like that. I think I've just seen a stat where, you know, we've had like the most players play for our team in in the league this year. Where like 80 guys had suited up for us. We're almost like the NFL record. You know, like I said, the culture that we have here, just the next man up mentality. Like, obviously, Derek gets hurt, which is, you know, that's kind of, that's our MVP. You know, we feel like, you know, he was the front runner winning MVP and he goes down. We bring in AP and we understand that other guys just got to step up. And I think that's just the way we're built and that's kind of how we handle things. And uh, we don't do a lot of things to beat ourselves. And, you know, obviously, we've knocked down some, some, some pretty good opponents these past few weeks. And uh, just every single week, it's just a new challenge. A new challenge is not like, you know, we get too caught up on one victory. Uh, we just keep going and keep rolling. So that's just our mentality. When did it first, you know, start, I guess, this year? Because we all know, as I mentioned in the introduction to our, our chat here, uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Byard here on the Rich Eisen Show, the uh, misstep, and that might be understating it, against the Arizona Cardinals in week one. Was it that overtime comeback W in Seattle, and that long flight home maybe that was more celebratory than it looked like it could possibly be in the third quarter or second quarter of that game? Is that it for you? No, I mean, I mean, honestly, that game was obviously a big game on the road in a hostile environment in Seattle, which is a pretty good win for us. But I, honestly, we go into every single game feel like we can win. We know the first week was a bad performance on, on our end on all accounts. But I honestly would say after we lost to the Jets, uh, in our minds we was pretty sick about it, especially at the end of the game. Uh, we feel like we really let one get away from us. And I said it in the media, in the press conference after the game, like, you know, we'll find out what type of team we are after taking a loss to the Jets, a team that we felt like and we knew we should have beat. And um, I, I guess we we figured that out since then. I mean, uh, we've been able to stack wins since then. And, you know, I think that's just kind of – that was like a defining moment early in the year at least to know, hey, we put this stuff on film, we'll get beat by anybody in this league. But we also had other examples – that, you know, if we put this stuff on film, we'll beat anybody. And I think we've been doing that a lot more of lately. Yeah, stacking wins for sure. You haven't lost since that game. Six straight wins. And the last five, Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Rams, Saints, they all have one thing in common. They made the playoffs last year. You're beating teams that had significant 2020 seasons and hopes for 2021. Do you think you keep laying down markers here on these teams, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, honestly, we just look at it like it's just the next next domino that needs to fall in our schedule. We don't look at it like, you know, obviously we understand teams are great. I think coaches do a great job of getting us prepared as far as with a great game plan, 
understanding the keys that we're going to have to accomplish to have these victories because every single every single game, every single week is different in this league. The teams have different players, different ways they want to beat you, how they're going to attack you. So you have to go into every single game as a separate thing. You know, you have to prepare the same way every single week. Don't get too caught up on, oh, this team has a bad record, this team has a good record. We have to go out there, you know, and try to beat every single team. But, you know, I just think, like I said, man, the way this team is built, man, we're really just we're confident. Uh, we understand that, that confidence doesn't breed success or guarantee success, but we also understand that, you know, we have we feel like we have great players. We might not have the the superstars and 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 the you know the famous people other than my guy Derek. But uh, uh-huh. other than that, we just go out there and just try to win ball games. It's not about that. It's about you know when your numbers call, go out there and make plays. I think Luan will be very upset that you don't call him famous, Kevin. <laughs> he might. He might. I mean, he you might. know, he's but got he's... his bus without a without a motor. You know, he and Compton have got the the. Uh, the the pod, you know what I mean? Like I think well, well, gonna... he he hasn't been able to be on there that often, man. He's you know he's he's been on the team, you know, getting wins and mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm still cool with Will Compton and uh okay I'm kind of jealous. I feel like they need to bring me back on the bus. Yeah. They only brought me on the bus one time. I was one of the original interviews too, so <laughs> you helped uh, them get... to have a chat with it. The... You helped that yeah, boss. Man, I... You helped that boss with no motor get off the ground. I I know. Hey man, sure. Uh, I'm gonna need some stock. I'm gonna have to holler at uh, Will. We gotta negotiate something. <laughs> well, how, I got Kevin Byard here on the Rich Eisen show. How how much does well, give me something about Vrabel that that he has set the tone as your coach as the HC of the Tennessee Titans and having been in there and done that as a player, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and what what cachet he brings to the table for you every week. Well, it's just like you said, the fact that he was obviously a Super Bowl winner as a player, you know, 14 year career. You know, I think that when it comes to players and the coaches in relationship, having a guy that's done it, that's been there, you know, that's been in those meetings, been in the training room, been injured, he's pretty much been through all the stuff that any player can, can go through. It's so, it's so easy to relate. It's so easy to understand and buy into the things that he's, he's, he's saying. But also I think just him coming up under Bill Belichick with that New England mindset, you know, I think that just kind of it's, – it's easy for guys to buy in. And he does a great job every single week. Like I said, he treats every week differently. It's not like, you know, obviously we do have the similar same team uh, messages, right, if it's playing with great effort and all those type of things. But every week is different. He does a great job early in the week just preparing us, getting our minds locked in for each opponent. And um, and this is my opinion, and he might be a little bit mad that I'm going to say this, but I think he should be up for coach of the year. Just the job that he's done this year with, like I just mentioned earlier, with the injuries we've had, with all the different moving parts that we've had, to keep the team and you know keeping us all together, keeping us locked in, you know I, I think uh, he he's got my vote for coach of the year for sure. You know what? And Kevin, we we did just last week a midseason awards. You know that nobody that it's it's a fake award, but you know that's what we do here <laughs> on a show like this. I I I had Vrabel as my coach of the year. And that's the national media that doesn't pay attention to you and has you on the show. You know I'm just trying to pump my own self for the Heisman right here, <laughs> Kevin. With you, no, I believe it. I'm good, man. You, you're on to something, man. You're no, something I am. And I think he's, you know, it looks like he works himself into drills, though. Does he do that? Does he? It looks like he might want to do that. Vrabel. No, he does, actually. Like, even in practice, especially when I, obviously, very first got here a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, I think it was like one of the first couple of practices, and he's over there with the defensive lineman with the pad <laughs> on his chest, and he's doing drills with him. And, like, you know, guys are hitting him. And he's like, you know, you got to really extend and. I'm like, this dude is crazy. Get his glasses knocked off and everything. But it was just, I think it was just one of those things. Like, man, he's really involved yeah. in every single point. Like, offense, defense, special teams. He's in the drills, doing it with you. You know what I'm saying? Because 
that's pretty cool in my opinion. So like I said, it's easy to buy into the best to the stuff that he's teaching. Kevin Byard here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show from the Tennessee Titans. Let's talk about you a little bit here, Kevin. We talked about your team quite a bit. Um, you first came to my attention, Kevin Byard, um, not just with your play, but you calling out Deion Sanders on Twitter for not knowing your name. <laughs> you went, you went at, you went at what the one of the all-time goats, and I thought, okay, yeah. you've got some gumption. You remember that, obviously, right? You're chuckling Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. What happened for those? For the walk us through for those who might not recall you going back and forth with at Deion Sanders on Twitter yeah. back in the day? Yeah, it was a while ago. I think this was after my second year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I had a great year that year, eight interceptions, uh, went first team all pro and all that good stuff. And I think it was uh, obviously Deion was on NFL Network at the time. And mm-hmm. I think they was asking him like, who is the best, who, who does he think is the best safety in the NFL or something like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously me being a young player, uh, I think he said uh, Tyron Matthews, who I feel like is one of the best safeties in the NFL. Sure. And I'm just a young player. I'm like, you know, how did you I, – I, I think I tweeted at him or I just made a yeah. tweet, and I was like, yeah. how do you come up with that, you know, the <laughs> best safety without naming the first team all-pro safety today? You know, I think it was like me and Harrison Smith or something. Right. And, he, you know, he ended up tweeting back and saying something like, you know, I pretty much – I know who everybody thinks was the best. And, you know, it's, it's some to the extent of pretty much – I'm continuing to be the man, and you continue to be a fan. And look, out. obviously, I've seen it. I'm like, does he not know that I actually play in the NFL? Like, does he think that I'm just <laughs> like legit, like like somebody that's just yeah, trolling a, him or something like that? Big Titan fan. And so you know, I tweet, yeah. So I tweeted back, like, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what I tweeted. I don't want to get it wrong, but I just said something like, you know, obviously, I'm a player in this league, and I'm not necessarily saying that I am the best, but I'm going to prove and I'm going to work hard so I am the best, and that's my goal to end up being the best. And and we know Twitter just ended up doing this thing and it went viral and it was, you know, oh, I remember. It, it was crazy. But, that, oh, but the may- thing about it is and the, th- the thing that I always wanted to say was obviously I highly respect Deion Sanders sure. and his career and the man that he is and everything he's doing. It was just one of those deals where I was just, like I said, being a young player, you know, it's like, you know, give me my respect. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of oh, yeah. how that went. Oh, yeah. You're, you're the mayor of Murphy, what, Murphy, Murphy's Borough? Murphy's Did Borough. I, okay, I yeah, got that right. Murphy's Borough. From Middle, middle Tennessee <laughs> State, right? I mean, and so mm-hmm. you're making your name in this business, and you're sitting around watching NFL Network, which means you make a smart choice. And right. you're sitting there, and you're seeing Dion talk about who the, the best safety is in the league, and you don't hear your name, and you're like, you know, I'm going to grab my phone. I'm going to tell him who's who. And <laughs> I, we, we, we saw that. We saw that, Kevin. We saw that, man. And we were like, okay, he's going right at prime. And that was great. It's funny, Rich, because, you, you know, as, I, as I'm older now as a player, you know, <laughs> that type of stuff, you know, you know, people vote. You know, people going to have their favorites. That's just what it is. I mean, you have some people that go to, like, obviously you went to Michigan, your favorite quarterback of all time might be Tom Brady. You right. know what I'm saying? Based yes. upon that. Yes. And it's just, you know, people have their favorites and stuff like that. And me as a player now, I've accomplished a lot in this league so far. And I still feel like, I don't get the recognition that I deserve. But at the end of the day, you know, that type of stuff doesn't matter. I can only control what I can control. I'm just trying to help my team get wins. And if I get accolades along the way, cool, great. But at the end of the day, you know, my family's healthy. I'm healthy. I don't have too much to complain about. Knock on wood. No doubt about that. And look, look Dion does go way back with uh, with Tyron Matthew, back to, you know, Absolutely. Ca- counseling him out of the honey badger, honey badger days into the NFL and mm-hmm. things like that. But and you're, you're currently – what, what, where does he rank right now, Chris, on the PFF uh, safety list? Right uh, now? Kevin is the number one safety according go. to Pro Football Focus. Right okay, now. there you go. And so yeah. these are these are the metrics that that, that you're putting up. Uh, do you guys? And so and before leaving you, before we return to the team, um, 
most important stuff is the stuff that you're doing uh, with your wife, the Bayard Family Legacy Fund. Tell me about that. What are you up to with that, Kevin? Yeah, so the Bayard Family Legacy Fund is a foundation me and my wife started a couple years ago. Obviously, we feel like God has given so much to us and given us so much grace. We wanted to be able to extend that uh, to people that, you know, obviously are maybe go, falling on tough times or, or whatever the case may be. Um, we have a lot of, because I was already doing a lot of stuff in the community already, but I felt like I wanted to be able to put some together, whereas though we could have yearly activities from, you know, I have back-to-school events. I have, uh, we have a Thanksgiving event coming up as well. So if you want to look up or try to check in with all this stuff and check out for updates, you can go to buyerfamilylegacy.org. We'll have a Christmas event going on this year, but I also host a football camp every summer. So, you know, just a lot of stuff going on. I have a lot of initiatives I like to work on. I tend to do stuff year-round. Um, so, like I said, man, just like to be able to help out anybody that's in, that's in need because, like I said, God has extended so much grace in my life, so we want to be able to do the same. Two beautiful babies, right, Eliana and Kevin Jr., if I'm not correct, yes, sir. If I'm not wrong. Kevin, actually, he's the fourth, actually. Oh, okay. Kevin yeah, the, fourth. the fourth. Okay, IV. Yes, uh, so, um, <laughs> and he's one month old? Is that how old he is? No, so he's actually one years old now. One year old now. Okay. And, how... and my daughter is, is two years old. Okay. Um, what time? Did... Actually, I don't know if you know or not, but I had a crazy story that, you know, I actually delivered my son during training camp last year. Okay, oh, now. Um, you had us at that. Hello? Um, okay, Kevin, say what? What happened? What happened? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try to keep it short because it's def- obviously it's a long, drawn-out story. Yes, but... <laughs> yes, it sounds like it on its face. So, so what happened? We actually, like I said, this is during training camp, and obviously we knew my wife was about to be due. My wife was actually going to be due on the 24th mm-hmm. of August, and this was the 20. I think it's the 22nd, actually. So it's another 22nd. She's having contractions. And I'm like, okay, this, this night, he's going to come a day early, and the contractions stop. Long story short, I went to sleep. She's yelling, crying. But I was like, I'm asleep, obviously. It's like 10 o'clock. And woke up, and my wife is, you know, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. So I'm hearing faint voices in the, back, in the background. So I actually finally got up. She's in the bathroom. She's having contractions. Her water had broke. So we get up. Her mom was downstairs. She was staying with us as, w- as well. Mm-hmm. And I had to come upstairs to help her get dressed, help her get ready. So I'm running down, up and down the stairs, getting the car ready, putting the car seat in the car. Come back upstairs. She's, she was getting up, putting her clothes on. I come back upstairs, and she's literally back on the ground, like on her hands and knees, by the bed. It's go time. She can't move. It's go time. She can't, she can't move. Oh, my God. I feel like the baby's coming. And I'm thinking in my head, like, this is no way this is about to happen. Like, we got to get you to the car, the hospital, five minutes up the street, we'll be fine. So I'm like, okay, well, let me go back here because obviously she had her pants on. So let me just, I just want to take a peek because she said she thought the baby's coming. I just want to see. And I look back there, and the head is already coming out. Come on! The head, the head is coming out. And so I didn't have no time to panic. I just had to get back there. And, I mean, luckily we had a doula that was on the phone that okay. was actually on her way to our house. Okay. But I had her on the phone, so she kind of walked me through everything. But, man, it was one of the craziest things that ever happened with me and my wife. And, I mean, I pretty much – it's funny. I always say that uh, last last season I only caught one interception last year. Yeah. But it was actually two. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually two. 
and that was probably my greatest interception I ever That's caught. Amazing. <laughs> oh my God! Talk about being alone on an island as a defensive back, yeah, huh? I mean, was, my gosh! Is that technically an interception, though? That's the same team. Uh, that is, it's true. That's you know? true. It's a reception, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. true. That's <laughs> the same team. Well same done, team. TJ. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, sir. I, what I, I got to give all credit to my wife, even of though course, I thought that she did everything. Of course. I mean, of course. It was it was wild. <laughs> I would say so. Boy, that's the that that puts the legacy in the family legacy fund. I'll tell you that. Hey, you, you're right about that. Oh my gosh. Um, what a pleasure to have you on. Um, good luck the rest of the way. Let's uh, let's reconnect, please. As you go about Absolutely, your business, Rich, I appreciate you. I right. appreciate you having me on the show, man. Okay, Thanks. and 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 when you when when you say national media doesn't pay attention, whatever, just you can't paint us all with the broad brush. Okay, we're not all the same. Is what I'm saying. You're right about that, Rich. You've always been a good guy. Okay, you've always been. You've you. always been on the good team. I, pre- <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, have a good rest of your Monday. Let's chat again soon. All right, Rich. Talk to you that is you. Keith right. Byard. Know his name, as he told Deion Sanders once upon a time. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Kevin Byard, Rich. What did I say? He said Keith. Get out of here. Oh, my God. That's the way I botched his departure. <laughs> As you were Kevin saying, Byard, remember no his name. name. <laughs> what an ass. I didn't just say that. You were thinking of Keith Byard. Byers. So, yeah. I am so tired. Keith By the way, Rich. I just blew it like Kevin that, huh? Byard. I'm like, we're not all the same. You're a good guy. <laughs> Let me misname you as you hang up. By the way, it's funny. It's did I, I really say that? You did, it's one of those funny. things where I would I'm have so sworn sorry. on the head I'm of so my children. Did. I did not say but that. But it's funny you said that because I do, on Instagram, I put oh our show line up. God. I wrote Keith Byers. It's So it's funny no, that you said that. because I, I, I my mind I'm was, not even thinking of that. <laughs> I know. How did I say Keith? What Keith Byers. I'm just saying it's, yeah, you know, I, it's I, Kevin Byers. I called, him, I called him Kevin 15 times. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely did not say Keith during the interview. And then I didn't, right? No, no okay. definitely not. Because Kevin the it's whole way. It's one of those things too. And like, then Keith again, out the door. When I used to do Sports Center in the middle of the night, Tonner, two thirty, three in the morning, whatever, all that stuff. I would say something, and they would get in my ear, and or Stuart would turn to my left, or Kenny, or whatever, Linda Cohn, whatever. Like you said this, I'm like, no way, I said that. <laughs> no way, I'd say. And there's not a chance I said that. I know what this person's name is. Yeah. And then they'd play it back, and I'd be like, oh sh. All right. Good chatting with Kevin Byer. Kevin Byer. Uh, I f- you, do you know how this is going to stick with me the rest of the today? Well, do you know well, that? Mike, was he still on the line? No, he clicked off real quick. Oh, it was like okay, it was a. I'm well, of all the times that you didn't yeah. do the Jewish goodbye, right? Well, I mean, you're like, oh, thanks for coming on. Right? Good to chat with us. Say hi to your mother for me. Hey, yeah, you know. This is going to, honestly, it's going to stick with me. I, I yeah. understand it. I all the same day. Thing. Are you going to text him? I don't have his number. Yeah. Oh. That was a. That sounded like he was an adult, professional landline user right there. Monday treatment. He was at the facility. You think so? Yeah. Probably. Damn it. Honestly, I'm not going to get over this. I know. I'm sorry. We'll just cut it out and post. (laughs) 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 Well, if we were recording the show, we'd be fine. But it's live. Our 320,000 YouTube subscribers will never know that this moment existed. They'll never know that. Mitchell, really. Yeah, and I'm like, say his name. Know yeah. his name. That's what kind of made it funny. What a moron. I got to listen live. That's kind of what made it even more yeah. funny. <laughs> like, no, because you said it like as like, and oh, we'll remember your name. Remember your Keith? name. Keith? Oh. Kevin. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm literally not going to get over this today. By the way, Brock has I, nothing. I'm going to have to like literally reach out to him. I have to. I have Peso to. Roblos. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, hey, look, please. I, I stand alone though right now. Last week, here this man stands alone at the plate. Yeah, it's time for what? Individual yeah. achievement. Last week during the top five, I brain farted and thought Back to the Future had five films for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. So it happens. Uh, it happens. It's a Monday. Right. Let's take a break. When we come back, the Broadway, the Broadway news I was telling you about. This is a big, big news. Uh, a, a big time production is closed on Broadway. Much, uh, much to everyone's shock and uh, and uh, and uh, non-surprise. Spring season back. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O. O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. We'll take your phone calls in a second. So there was this really great um, performance in New York that people were going crazy about. And uh, everyone was trying to buy tickets to it. Um, it had one great show. One. One great show. That's all it takes. And that's all, so, that's all it takes to be yeah. a, become a smash hit and Overnight. wonder what, what can happen next, right? How long can this show run? And the Mike White experience on Broadway <laughs> was, you know, top billing, on top of the marquee. You could see it. Like, not expected to, perf- to sell out. And they sold out. Um, the Winter Garden. You could, also, you could also see on the marquee um, uh, uh, exhilarating, exciting, yeah. exclamation point. Yeah, um, two thumbs up. Who had me on the edge of my seat. <laughs> could, could run, could last for years. You know, like that's the way it was all the, 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 the um, headlines and the quips and the, um, the reviews were smash. Yeah. Won't make you see ghosts. Uh, it won't make you see ghosts. That's a good one. Uh, another one. Another one was Zach who? Zach who? And just like, wait a minute. It's the Mike White experience. Have you ever been right? I mean, and so, and so um, they took it on the road just to test it to see if the Broadway performance was, um, was an outlier. Took it on the road and and literally just a couple of scenes into the first act, they had to stop. There was a, a big problem with, um, you know, the uh, microphones and the lights went out. 
And they just couldn't figure out how it basically what they did is they, they just lost touch with the audience, just lost touch. They didn't have the feeling like it was back on Broadway. So they said, screw it. Let's just wait another, you know, beat here. Let the understudy finish up the performance and let's go back to Broadway and let's raise that curtain. And everyone's going to see that same marquee, exhilarating, exciting, could run for years. Zach who? Right. And then um, what's the word for it? The curtain came down. <laughs> the curtain came down and people started throwing ripe vegetables at the stage. <laughs> and there was a lot of booze. There was a lot of like wondering what what happened. Are we sure that's the same star? Because, you know, I read all the the reviews in the newspaper. I said, is it really the same performer? Is that really the Mike White that 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 provided the experience? The answer is, unfortunately, yes. It was the same Mike White. And um, so, should Zach Wilson, should Zach Wilson perform in the manner that we expect the second overall drafted quarterback to perform? With, by the way, two people that co-starred in the Mike White experience to great effect. Elijah Moore, he was terrific as best supporting receiver and best supporting running back in a starring role, Michael Carter. Yeah. Those are two people that can really perform on a big stage. We've seen it in the Mike White experience. Now that Zach Wilson is going to be able to take center stage again, we should expect these two to perform the same way. Certainly, if the lead can sit back and say, I can do that on that stage. Now I get it. I kept I kept trying to make sure that my lines could be heard in a different theater. All I got to do is just make sure I project enough so they could hear me in the back row. Or just sometimes if I have to, little aside, just play to the people right in the orchestra. That's it. The orchestra's seats are available. Don't have to scream into another theater in the other district you can just keep it right here are you picking up what i'm putting down i am i'm picking it up hey zach it's time now it's you again and if zach wilson does perform to the way that jets fans hope he can and should how about them apples and he's going to get his chance because the defense is invariably going to let the opponent score 175 points in the last four games the jets have given up in terms of Post-merger, when you say post-merger, we're talking about the, you know, AFL and the NFL. That, by the way, brought us Joe Namath's great moment, which is, you know, still the high watermark on Broadway for these performances from 50-some-odd years ago. 52. But who's counting except everybody? Um, That post-merger, the 175 points in the last four games is two points short of the worst Four-game performance by a defense since they merged. That's how bad the defense is. Wow. It's so bad. How bad is it? Go ahead. How, how bad, how is, bad it? is it? How bad, bad is it? it? How bad is the Jets' defense? Rex Ryan's talking up right now Uh-oh. saying, don't compare Robert Sala to me. As if there's anybody doing that. I'm the general manager of the New York oh, Jets. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm seeing ghosts. I'm hearing ghosts of Isaac past. 
No, 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 no. Nobody. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I talk to Jets fans across the board. All right. Right. And and I don't know of a single Jet fan that's comparing Robert Sala to Rex Ryan. I don't know one. I don't even know why they would. Why would they? Rex in Rex inherited a nine and seven team. This guy's inheriting one of the worst teams the Jets have ever put on the field. Okay. Rex got, you know, Sanchez, but they had like an offensive line with, you know, DeBrickashaw Ferguson. They got Nick Mangold on that line. Those are, I, I'm I'm waiting for those guys to walk in through that door right now. Nobody's comparing Rex, nobody's comparing Robert Sala to you. You had two great years for the Jets. And then all of a sudden, you stop turning your back on the team while the offense was out there, and you forgot, like, you know, there's other parts of head coaching. But let's not point fingers, even though he is. It's Zach Wilson's time now. And I'm not going to talk about this team very much anymore because they're not significant, they're insignificant. The Patriots, who have already moved on, they've already zoomed past the Jets in the rookie quarterback HOV lane a long time ago and left them for dead on the side of the road. That team zoomed past, and the Jets don't play them anymore. So I don't know who they play in the the AFC East that's significant anymore, except they got to go visit Buffalo, and that'll be a get-right game for Buffalo should they need one. Unless Zach Wilson puts his foot in the ground and says, I'm ready to go and do what the Mike White experience did for that one glorious performance on Broadway. That was great. One night only, it turned out to be. That's all it turned out to be. But Zach's got the, 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 uh, the, the horses to do it, and the back pages have already talked about the end of it. The White's dream run ends with four-interception debacle, says the New York Post. Mike dropped is the headline. I saw another one that said Canton can Canton wait. Canton can wait was the best. I saw that one. Canton can wait. Canton can wait. <laughs> and yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you, that's Daily News. That daily News. Magic, Mike Magic ends in a hurry as Bills pick off White four times. An ugly swamp romp. Oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's just, again, it's, it's so sad that Jets fans are like, could it be Mike White? It could be. And then it's just the thud. The thud is so resounding and loud. It's so loud and resounding. It makes you think, why, why do we even buy into this in the first place? What, what, are, we, what are we doing here? It, it, it looks like Nick fans who like, think that they just hoisted the Larry O'Brien trophy because they won once to kick off the NBA season. Long season. You can't even act like you've been there before. That's what's so sad about it. But, hey, look, it's now time for Zach Wilson to take center stage. You've seen the script. We've seen the script. Script, you can win with the script. You can win with it. That script is a win. The book, the book is very melodious. It can be catchy. You can catch it. It's very catchy. You see Elijah Moore, it's very, he's very catchy. He's catchy. Corey Davis on occasion, he can be catchy. Michael Carter is very catchy. He, he, he can he can he can pick up that tune, right? Here we go. Here we go. It would be great if there was somebody named Tony that would be involved in this. It would be, be perfect for me to end this analogy and scene. But I don't. I don't. I, I'm thinking about it. There's nobody named Tony. No one named Emmy. No. 
Oscar? You got an Oscar on your Yeah, no Oscar. There's Madison. He used to cover the Jets. Is there, a, is there an Anthony uh, on the Jets? I don't, uh, 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 yeah. Nobody named Egot anywhere? No, but it's 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 Zach Wilson's time now. He's coming back. Uh, by the way, against the Dolphins. Against the Dolphins, bringing Tua in. It's Tua's, it's Tua's gig again. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go. As a tough defense that uh, that uh, that just put the bang thing on on Lamar, but that was in front of their home crowd. Here we go. Curtains up. Curtain time is being called for Zach Wilson to the stage. Everybody, Zach Wilson to the stage because the see? Mike White experience has ended. Did it's been shut. Curtain. It's closed. It's closed. It's curtain time. No, it's curtain, curtain time. Meaning curtains going up. Gotcha. Okay, I was. Just I would confused. say it's, it's curtains on Mike White. The Mike White experience. Gotcha. Curtain going up. Zach's back. Zach's back. Good luck, man. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brockman sits. Thanks. Behind the yachts with Chris, Mac Jones. Chris, as you know, I, 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 I vowed to never say those two words together. Well, now you don't have uh, to. So, you don't have to anymore. Yeah. You don't have to anymore. Yeah. No. You don't have to anymore. I'm not messing but with you. You know, what, you know uh, what plays in Peoria? Happy. The Cooper Rush experience. Yeah. <laughs> On occasion. Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, but at least I'm happy to team, have them. Your team doesn't have to think that it could have to run. You know, hey, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's there. One minute, it's not awkward, it's awesome. To the next minute, it's like, uh, yeah, about <laughs> that, uh, I've got to run. And listen to Rex Ryan carp on the new guy on somebody's podcast. Maybe, Come on, Rex. Maybe he meant that Robert's not in the feet like Nobody's talking about Rex <laughs> Ryan in New York. Nobody's, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Nobody's talking about Rex Ryan and the Jets. That thing's over. It was a heck of a run. Those two AFC championship game performances were amazing, especially since it allows me to look at a Cowboy fan like yourself and said, we've had that in the last 25 years, and you have not. And, and we could say that to a lot of teams that haven't gotten there, too. They were incredible. And Rex was exactly what the doctor ordered for the Jets at that time. But in the meantime, Rex, just go to Bristol, do your job, and don't say anything about Robert Sala because he's not saying anything about you, and nor is any Jet fan comparing Robert Sala to you. Nobody. I don't know who is. He is. They talk more about Benny and the Jets. <laughs> Let's take a break. Phone calls, 844-204-RICH, when we come back. We'll take them. Get you set for Monday Night Football and the rest of the week. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Okay, um, this gent has been holding on for uh, a long time. Jake in Cleveland, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jake? Rich. Where do I begin, Rich? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to talk about, Jake? Well, uh, transplanted New Yorker living in Cleveland, and 
I'm trying to be quick, but no, go ahead. I've been waiting for a while. Yeah, you have. So you, the floor's yours. The floor's yours. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So uh, talking about the Mike, the Mike White Broadway show kind of reminds me of the, you ever, you ever heard of the uh, Mel Brooks production called The Producers? I have. It's, it, it was a, it, it was a, they, they, you know, they they wanted to produce a flop instead of a hit. Like, yeah, I'm I'm getting the feeling after all these years that I, you know, if we're if we're a Broadway show, we're probably that. And someone actually has figured out a way to profit on all the losing, and actually from the top, we're maybe rooting for the franchise to <laughs> remain inept and cursed as they are. But just long story short, I flew to the game yesterday. I actually moved to Cleveland from New York, which I mean, you think about going down in terms of football quality from it from jet fandom to moving to brown's country um but i've learned a lot in in the couple of years that i've been here and on a day like today you're essentially at the top of the totem pole with a guy like joe beningo uh who i think <laughs> would understand where i'm coming from the reason that i believe the jets are so inept uh they're they're tone deaf from a branding point of view they're just tone deaf organizationally the losing on the field is just another manifestation of how backwards they are from the top down. And the reason I say that is as follows. You know, first check game was in 95 for me, week 17, 12 nothing loss against the Saints in the snow. And my first memory as a Jet fan essentially was cheering for the fact that we were going to get the number one pick because Jacksonville actually won that day. And look at you now, man. So, oh, yeah. so like, I, I, I mean, I, I'm – Trust me, I, I I feel your pain and I sense the emotional scars. But um, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, is there is there a, is there something? Well, there's, there's you a, yeah, talk it out or angle here. I wanted to bring up. So what is that? Which is if you know, in the world of of software, of tech, of products, if your product is a must-have, you don't really need marketing. And I don't think the Jets understand that their how horrendous their product is from from the point of view of the fan, from the fan experience point of view. Now, I live in Cleveland. I've seen the Cavs when they were terrible. I've been to uh, First Energy. And not necessarily rooting for those teams, just taking my boys, et cetera, you know, exposing them to live sports. And just because you're terrible on the field doesn't mean that your product off the field has to be horrendous. And, you know, walking into MetLife Stadium, which in and of itself seems like you're in the middle of Gotham City, it's just a nothing, nothing venue with no juice, full of Bills fans. I parked in a parking lot with a buddy of mine. Well, all the, Bills fans, no feel. It felt like an away game. Well, that's the what ha- that's what happens game. when you. That's what. And, but you know, that's what happens, Jake. Is that you know you should come here to SoFi and just you should have seen all the the Minnesota Vikings fans who are here and the 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 L A Chargers. They they play like an air raid siren every third down and make sure that their fans are just as loud as the opposing fans. And and then if Herbert starts winning a ton of football games, and then then maybe more Chargers fans will show up. But their problem is that there's a, a huge fan base of theirs in Southern California that won't come up here. You know what I mean? And so so the Jets, yeah. it's kind of like a chicken and the egg sort of thing. And and I will just say this, and then we'll, you know, then you can call back another time as well because we're towards the end of the show, sure. is don't give up hope, man. Because, you know, uh, I, I keep hearing again that the general manager is the guy who can fix this thing. He is genuinely well-liked in the league, and not just because of his personality, but because he knows what's what. And the perfect way to describe that is the Jamal Adams trade, as terrific as I think he is and as culture-changing as I think he, he was, he didn't want to be there anymore. 
And he and 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 he trade that that is straw that he's turning into gold. Now let's see who he drafts. He also, as you saw, he's drafted the offensive line, and it doesn't help that Makai Becton gets his knee blown out essentially in week one, as they've just drafted the rookie quarterback. So just and you know, and Salah's a very positive guy. Let's hope he doesn't get beaten down, and we'll see what happens. And then you and I can we'll, we'll how about we'll talk in another couple of weeks. And I appreciate you. Let me give you two 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 highlights of the season, and this is what we take away. At least Sam Darnold is terrible, yeah. and at least Gino never developed. There you go. Those will be my. There you go. That's, that's a, what we have. To there do. you go. Spike. Spike going out the door. There you go. Brother. Spike going out the door. <laughs> hey, Petty. Did we just clap for Spike? Hey, man. I don't wish anything wrong on on Sam Darnold and obviously Gino. And it's not. It's, is it Sam Darnold's fault? Look at this, man. Look at this. Look at this. Hold on. I I I know he might have his drawbacks, and he might not have been worth the third overall pick in the draft. But how bad was Adam Gase? How bad was hiring Adam Gase? Okay, how bad was hiring Adam Gase and then letting the general manager who hired him draft, then firing the general manager and giving Adam Gase all the all the say, and 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 signing Le'Veon Bell in the middle of all that, and then going through all of last year. Right, come on now, come on now, and it's going to take some time for the Jets to dig out of that, man. Let's stop talking about it again. They're, 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 what are they, like 15th out of out of 16? I'm just, they're my team. That's what I just want to talk just about. give it time. Next I, year, I think we'll be better. Thank you. Do you really mean that? I do. Okay, thank I you. Do. Who is this person? <laughs> it can't be worse, I think. Who is this person? It'll only get better. Who is this person? <laughs> By the way, Rich. Trying to be positive. Yes. I think you saw Alan Atlanta came through with the bet. I did. I retweeted yeah, that. posted that. Yeah, I retweeted nice. that. So. Yeah. No, oh, there, there it is. Yeah. Paying my Rich Eisen show bet to uh, two jiggy. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> there he is. And, you love uh, to see it. Yeah, you better let out. your smile shout be your umbrella. Out. He's wearing those Falcons pants. Uh, Patriots are coming to town in three days. It's going to be ugly. Oh, <laughs> man. If they show up at home with a similar energy level and execution um, level as they just showed up in Dallas, it's going to get ugly fast. And New England is using every... New England doesn't care. Peyton Bill doesn't care. No. He's he doesn't take the the foot off the gas. No, never, first of all, this is a guy. This is a guy who who played like what Wes Welker in week seventeen, right? We all know that. that. Didn't matter. Correct. Yep. He's he's a guy who puts yeah. Gronk on on yep. special teams. Yep. Right. Broke his arm. He's a guy who keeps guys in the game really really late. Yep. And in the case of Mac Jones, every live rep means something. Every live rep. Means something for everyone. Do you see Jacoby Myers finally got in the end zone? I got do you see end his do you see his post game chat with Mike Giardi of NFL Network? No. He talked to him about his first touchdown yeah. and getting in it. Kid could have been more delightful. Yeah. And he had thrown a touchdown, but he never actually scored. scored. He had never yeah. been in the end zone. He finally didn't. All the teammates of his came running around. Yeah. Their team. Their team that needs to get better. And Belichick has always got to coach better, got to play better, got to do this better, got to do that better. Every rep the Patriots yeah. take means something and one thing i noticed a lot of the players oh. they, they say max our leader we look to him no of course yeah. first year player well the thing that i really took out of one week ago today when we had matthew judon on mm-hmm. i said his first name right correct that's yeah, matthew right. yeah. Yeah. mike yeah. judon was on the show you called him maxwell during the interview at any rate by the way that's gonna that's gonna be on the way home or two dude, <laughs> like, like, oh, Rich is dinner. Dinner. i'm not gonna get to sleep no. tonight i'm just saying like dinner tonight wine yeah, watching the dude, monday night game, game you're like oh, Keith, like, Keith. Uh, so it's so crazy we have no idea but 
remember what Matthew Judon said last Matthew. week? Is he said he takes coaching that, that, that one of the things he noticed about Mac was the spirit he takes coaching with. Yeah. And what that means for those who may need a translation is he's getting his ass chewed he's out, and he just takes it nonstop. and he brings it, he soaks it in, yeah. and he puts it out there on the field. And everybody notices that. Man, he made some throws yesterday. Dude. Like, was it the last one to Bourne? The high point? Yeah. Well, the and, one. And Hunter Henry keeps getting in the Hunter end zone. Henry. By the way, no one's talking oh, about that. Gosh. Touchdown machine. Every week, Hunter Henry yeah, gets yeah. in the end zone. Crazy. And that was the one It was like, Great well, signing. you just signed Janu. Like, yeah, why are you, are you signing Hunter Henry Because it's, it's, like it's like that Ocean's Eleven. You need one more? Oh, get, get us one more. It's all right. You don't have to do it. Don't worry. Crazy for this one, Rick. That'll wrap it up for this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Thanks to... Kevin Byard. (laughs) 